talking about practice. Welcome to Hero Ball, the podcast exploring the multiverse of sports and entertainment. My name is Carter Smith. With me, as always, is my boy, Tom Jones. Hello. And Darren Caldwell. Yo, yo, yo. How oh. you guys doing? Oh, man. my my! I've got the deep voice tonight. You do. You got I'm, a little I'm congestion bringing, going on? I'm bringing, bringing the bass line to this up tonight. I like it. You bring us down a whole octave. <laughs> Did you guys ever watch the Carmen Sandiego? Uh, where the game where show? in the world is yeah. Carmen Sandiego? Never seen it. Rock, <laughs> Rockapella, I think was. Yes, I that's like, who yeah. it was. It was Rockapella. Yeah. I that, love that show. I love playing some Carmen Sandiego during computer class in elementary school. Oh, yeah. Organ Trail, Carmen Sandiego, and a typing program to learn to type. Yeah. Loved it. I had a Mario teaches typing, and it was a Me Mario too. game. Uh, yeah, I don't remember dope. that one. Mario was all, I loved typing because yep. of Mario. Hmm. Yeah, it was right. great. You had to like jump over things by hitting the buttons, yep. and it would start going faster and faster. It's Exa- awesome. Yeah, yeah. The, the the quicker and more accurate you you spell and type, uh, more more goombas you smashing, more yep. coins you're collecting. It's good stuff. Yep. But you miss a word, you just might end up getting smashed yourself. That's right. I do just want to say, what am I going to say? Crap! What's the holiday day? <laughs> I was going to say happy, go. happy, Valentine's, happy Valentine's Day today. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Isn't is I that mean, bad that it's Valentine's Day? And I said, isn't it President's I Day? Did, I was like, not even thinking. Um, what's more romantic than a Hero Ball Valentine's Day? Uh, a massage. You got <laughs> back massage. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so we're here. We, we just, set up some candles in the room. Mm-hmm. You know, our, setting some ambiance, dim the lights. Our, our wives are at the dinner having, are at the table having dinner without us. Yep. Which means it's super, super nice for them, actually. Super great, yeah. That was a gift I could give my wife today, was just not being there. Let her hang around other women. You know what's funny about that is, like, so we're not we're not huge Valentine's Day people. Like, it's just kind of... But, uh, like, I, I told Caitlin, I said, you know, like, when I get home, why don't you just, like, go out and just have a few hours by yourself to just do whatever you want to do? That, that's, like, my gift to you. And she liked that more than if I would have came home with... Oh, flowers yeah. and chocolate or whatever else you people bring. Dude, when you've been married for oh, as yeah, long for as sure. this, like I used to bring Kayla home flowers all the time. Like even as not just dating, like married, I'd bring home like bouquets seriously almost every month. To the point that Kayla's like, "Listen, I don't want more flowers. If you're gonna spend that kind of money, get me something I want and I need. Like <laughs> this isn't this is nice. I love you and I love this, but I'm just gonna throw them out." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Caitlin likes flowers, but it, when it gets excessive, yeah, it's just kind of yeah. like, okay, like it's like anything. It's like a good old back massage, you know? <laughs> two, two times in four minutes. So uh, it is Valentine's Day. Um, not that. It is Valentine's Day. Rob Perez today, because typically on Valentine's Day, you want to write a sweet little poem to your loved one. Rob Perez on Twitter from The Ringer. I don't know if you all saw this. Uh-uh. I didn't throw it on the thread today because I wanted to keep it just for the show. I don't know if I saw I'll t- this. I'll tell you right now why we didn't see it. Oh, 
because because yeah, the networks network were dumb today and connection speed at my work sucked. Dude, they were, made me work it, today. Me too. At I was so upset about that. What's it, up with that? Anyways, let's let me read for you this poem, and then there's a great thread that started for it. I'll travel the world for you like James Harden. I'd even give up Durant to Madison Square Garden. You make my heart burn. It's cooking on flames. I'll trade everyone for you like I'm LeBron James. Yes! Yes, and that's then, awesome. And then he said, 2019 NBA Valentine's Day card thread. At them, this is your chance. So some of them that came through that I picked out are pretty good. Even Bulbon is bigger than my love for you. And I'll never be overbearing like Janice would do. I'll never let you go like Deadline Ainge. Our love is deep like Steph from Three Point Range. <laughs> like Zach Levine, I'm feeling, uh, I feel like I can fly. I've got your number, I've got the number one pick, and you're my Zion. Wait, wait, what did I miss there? Whoa. I'm like Zach rhyme. Levine, I feel like I'm flying. There you go, ah, flying. Nice. Yeah, that's weak. If you were projected to go first, I'd trade all my future picks. Together, we'd be the perfect match. Like losing to the Knicks. Just like Steph, I'm pulling up from 30 feet with everything I got. So unless I'm just Ben Simmons to you, I know I've got a shot. (laughs) (laughs) Burn! So so these are just everybody just sending it on the thread. They were so good. That's funny. Uh, This is a good one. I'm not Greek, but a freak. You can call me Giannis. I miss you like the Lakers in playoffs, if I'm being honest. I left my old girl for a ring like KD with the Thunder. Tonight, we should boogie like the Kentucky Wonder. (laughs) Oh, man. People are clever. They're clever, dude. It was so funny reading through these. So that's from Rob Perez on the ringer. (coughs) There's even a James Harden unassisted basket one here. It was good, man. Oh, hey, uh, shout out to Thugloaf for the unassisted... uh cover oh, yeah. on oh, yeah. Twitter. Yep. Yeah, James Harden's biography. Autobiography. Autobiography. Definitely right. not getting ghost written on that thing. That's right. Unassisted. Uh, Thug Loaf, bringing the heat. Forward by James Harden. That's right. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, that was hilarious. Yep, shout out there. <laughs> okay, this is a funny one. This is a callback one. This lo- They started to go roses are red, violets are, are blue path. Roses are red, dandelions are weeds. Your love chokes me up like PJ and Spree. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Nice. Did you guys read that ringer uh, about the lockout? No. It talked all about the the choke and everything. It was good. Was the choke in 99? Um, Yeah, around that time. Um, I mean, it. I think it was before. That was ridiculous. It it was before because that, but that played into the lockout because of him. Losing his his uh, his contract and how Stern got involved. And, yeah, yeah. So it was that was an interesting. It was a long read, and it's only part one. Dude, Spreewell. Spreewell was one of those guys. He had he had mad talent, but I mean, choking a coach out and then turning down a like three year forty million dollar contract or some ridiculous. It was like eleven million. It, it a was year it was a big yeah, it was a big contract back from then. the Timberwolves, <clears throat> and that was back before contracts were getting up to like twenty five thirty like they are now. Like eleven mil, that was that was big. That was upper like because you're mm-hmm. like caps like sixty million back then instead of a hundred. Turning it down, saying I got to feed my family. He's just being a good father, D. I don't know why you like. <laughs> I mean, why are you hating on a guy being a good father? <laughs> I know. Everyone's like, wait, you can't feed your family on $11 million a year? Right. Got one more for you because it's a good one. 
Roses are red. Zaza plays dirty. Jason Tatum has never had 30. <laughs> oh. Never had 30. Really? I, I just think that's great because I didn't realize he's never had 30. I didn't either. You know who has had 30? Jason Terry, 2.0. <laughs> Bro, I've got his stats right in front of me here. He has never averaged what Luca is doing. All right, so I think we should save that for later on in the app when we talk <laughs> Cardis about... Cardis is trolling, but it's just absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Not at all. It's so I will ridiculous. explain further. He's letting his team bias block the play, like in, obstruct the, the player and how good he is. Don't it's hit like, the player, hit the game. It's like when it's people uh, hate Kobe because they hate the Lakers. You no, know, what's happening here is you are disrespecting... Jason Taylor. <laughs> the Jets? Dude, the Jets fantastic. Okay, listen, Players only, Jason, baby. Jason, Jason You should say that every two minutes on the app. Just like Jason Terry. <laughs> Jason Terry tattooed the Larry O'Brien trophy on his bicep the preseason right. before the Mavericks ended up winning the championship. That's calling your shot right there. Dude, that's the biggest... Like that's that's hitting the shot from outside the gym range right there. That's that was That's like the Michael and Larry Bird commercials from yeah, back in the day. Yeah. Exactly. The McDonald's ones. Right. Yeah. I Delish. mean that that's just some massive cojones mm-hmm. to do that. Absolutely. The Jet players only, baby. <laughs> so do you guys have any heat checks for tonight? Uh I mean I've serenaded you with some poetry, some fine poetry for this day. You yeah. know, I just, I was trying to think of my own I I hate I hate the common cold, man. Oh, for real. Let me let me tell you, like, so NyQuil. I hate taking NyQuil because when you wake up, you feel like you've got a hangover. Mm-hmm. Like, so I avoid taking NyQuil unless I absolutely have to. And so two nights ago, I had already had one like sleepless night because of the stupid cold. I was exhausted. I didn't even think I was going to make it into work the next day. Hashtag didn't. Hashtag government life. Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> I just felt like you should have kept hashtagging something. That was good. Hashtag players only, baby. I took NyQuil (laughs) to try to get some sleep so I could try to go to work. It didn't even work. Uh. I I hate taking NyQuil because it makes me feel horrible, but I get a good night's sleep out of it at least. Nothing. I got nothing out of NyQuil. Like it didn't put you to sleep? It didn't put me to sleep. It took me like an hour and like putting... Yo-Yo Ma playing Bach on my phone to, like, put me to sleep. Whoa. Bach Concerto 6 is amazing. Okay, yes. But. (laughs) (laughs) So, NyQuil, you need to up your game. Or maybe I should buy NyQuil and not the store brand. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it is. And maybe for your um, size, you should double the dosage. I feel like doubling the dosage is, I mean... Like my lady, because she's the size of like a nine-year-old boy, she's got to be cautious of that and lower the dosage. We're going to edit that out of the podcast right there. Okay, well, because she's four foot nine, how about that? (laughs) (laughs) She's got to take like kid-sized stuff. How tall are you, D? Personal details out of the podcast here. How tall are you? You're talking about a common cold. I'm not talking. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, nobody cares. What's your shoe size, D? <laughs> uh, I'm six seven. But wow, I will must, say this: must have big feet. <laughs> Players only, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got bigger feet than Jason Terry. I'll tell you that. Um, 
So, oh man, where is it? Oh yeah, that's right. So the only thing colds are good for is good radio, right? I know, right? Is I am at the lowest weight I've been in a long time. All right, I'm losing some poundage. All right, there you go. I like it. Good job. Way to go. Do you want me to ask how much? I mean, I really don't care, but no, it's I won't ask. I don't, I don't care either. I, I I think that I have hogged enough of this heat check, and we should uh, dish the ball like Stockton to Malone NBA Jam. Ooh, assisted. <laughs> assisted. <laughs> yep. Players only, baby. <laughs> My heat check is just plumbing issues. That's mm. just dumb. personal. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> <laughs> No, our literal. What am I, Rodney Hood? <laughs> Rodney gastric distress hood. That's right. Did you guys see <laughs> that happened him yeah, on his hilarious. first his first game with the Blazers? Yep, first game. Suddenly, Where, suddenly, he is he on the bike? Yeah, yeah. I, I was seeing tweets from Portland fans, Portland fans, and writers saying, "Well, he was about to check in, and he took off running to the top." <laughs> and then the, be- the best part was the response yeah. were jazz fans. Jazz fans that said, "Yeah, he's pooping." <laughs> yeah, he gets it. He does that when he gets nervous. Yeah. It's his first time there. He's got to go poop. He'll yep. come back out and play for you. Yeah, and then he and he came out and dropped like twenty five off the bench or after something. he dropped. Yeah, some dropped, dropped, dropped some like. Dude, so anyway, no, just that's plumbing. ridiculous. What a terrible, like, nervous itch that guy has. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I get the poops when I when I get nervous, but but not like diarrhea. Just right. Just solid fecal. And, there you go. <laughs> you know, well, you if take you care can of plan it, for it man. You just like go to the bathroom beforehand, and then you don't have to go later. Like, right. yeah, no biggie. Well, come on, Rodney. Don't you don't you have this figured out? Yeah. Did, I wonder if he did that in college. Oh, no. So you got plumbing right. issues in there you your go. house. Oh, yeah, 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 plumbing. There you, there you go, Twitter. Find out if Rodney Hood ever had to go during the game when he played at Duke. Yeah. Dookie. There's a Duke, Dookie joke <laughs> to be made in there. Uh, poop's funny. That's good. All right, so yeah, plumbing issues. I just We had a toilet overflow and had to get the old Roto-Rooter people out. And it's just money. You just hate spending you got to spend it it's part of being a homeowner we save for it we got emergency funds all that good stuff but it's still just like man that's 125 bucks over there. wow 125 bucks down the crapper emergency funds did you Literally. read of that in a book or something i've never heard of that yeah well i know it's something my wife does i it's a I great just, woman she's like she keeps putting it in the in the savings account and i keep yeah, like I buying know. like Jazz gear with yeah, it. Yeah, I was like, gonna say, where do you think I, I got this Lewis Scott jersey from? It's, uh, I it's mean, she's, from the it's emergency clearly fund. Something she's setting aside for me to use. That's what I thought. Like, I see something as emergency. I needs it exactly. So, <laughs> yeah, that's my heat check. I do have Lame. something that we should talk about. All right, Aladdin. Ooh, mercy. We almost forgot about Aladdin. So I tried. A man. bunch of trailers tried, came out. Let's get into this. A bunch of trailers. Okay. <clears throat> Start with Aladdin. Oh. So we're going uh, worst to best. Worst huh? to best. <laughs> I, I don't... I mean, it's a trailer, so you don't want to make too much of it, but... Why are you the way that you choose to be? Yeah. I, I don't... It's. It looks... It's bad. And terrible. And listen, not only... And I was so excited about it from that first teaser. Mm-hmm. Where, mm-hmm. you know, Do just all a teaser. showed was the Cave of Wonders. Yeah, <laughs> and the cave kind of yep. opens up. You got the bird. So not only... Does Will Smith look like that? Like literally, it's it's blue Will Smith's head yeah. on blue Dwayne the Rock Johnson's body, right? Because they decided to make him insanely swole. Yeah, like come on, we all we all know Will. That ain't you. Um, 
but also, they haven't released any of him singing yet, and we all know what he's going to be doing. Mm-hmm. As they reported a while ago, it's going to be hip hop versions yep. of oh, Genie's songs. It's going to be so bad. It is going to. I don't. Yeah, Why? this is just bizarre on so many levels. The thing that's crazy too, when I watched it, I was like, it's not just the atrocity that Will Smith, Blue Will Smith is. It's the entire movie looks like crap. Right. Like it looks like a. Just I believe looks my terrible. my wife's comment when she saw that is, Aladdin's supposed to be hot. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then like Jaf- the guy who plays Jafar. Okay. That dude wasn't intimidating. Yeah, he's Jafar like, was like terrifying. Like, bring, bring me the lamp, please. Like that was my thought too. Watching it, I'm going, wait, isn't is that supposed to be Jafar? Yeah. Jafar's right. Jafar was scary in the animated one. Like yeah. I'm thinking, watching it, the same thought. This guy doesn't look scary. Right. He doesn't look intimidating. He doesn't even look like that that villain. That good guy slash villain where the whole movie you're suspicious and going, right. that guy seems off. Something's not right about him. He doesn't look like any of that. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, so Aladdin is one of my favorite, probably is my number one favorite Disney animated movie. And so like Listen, to me. I, I can actually attest to that because one time, uh, Caitlin and I went to watch a jazz game with Carter and Caitlin and, uh, and we listened to the soundtrack on the way down. Yeah. Wow. It was, it was just playing in his car. <laughs> yeah, true that. I mean, I love it. It's it's got the best music. Robin Williams cannot be beat, cannot be topped. No, it's good. a sin that they're even trying yeah. to. The movie itself, my favorite. It's my favorite Disney animated. It's really good. And it's just like leave it alone. It was perfect. It is perfect. I'm okay with Come them on. wanting to remake it. The problem that I have with Will Smith is the same problem I have with them casting. Um, like famous actors as superhero roles is that you have a hard time not seeing that actor as that character. I always prefer a lesser known actor to fill a role. That way I'm not associating the, right. the character on screen with anything they've done before. So what do you associate Will Smith as? Uh, like 20 years ago actor, like washed up. Why is he even in anything anymore? Men in Black. Like I look at Will and I go, why are you what year is this that we think Will Smith is a good actor he just and worth putting get, in a movie? He just wants to get jiggy with it. Are you some kind of Suicide Squad? Suicide, suicide Squad? That was, <clears throat> now, they did good with Batman, but that was my concern with um, Affleck. Affleck, too. Was like, Casey ooh, Affleck? I don't know if I can see Affleck as Batman. That's, that's going to be kind of weird. But he did a good job with that. Sure. Yeah. But with this one, when you see that genie, that is Will Smith, blue Will blue Smith. genie, and you you can't not see it. There are so many good memes out there though with that genie. <laughs> He's already been made into. Uh, I've seen a stuff. Thanos one. Yeah, the Thanos one. The Thanos good. chin and some others. Yeah. He's got the the gauntlet. And he's just like, <laughs> some good. The the one that I thought was funny. Have you guys seen the one where it's like the, it's got a, a picture of something, then it's got the upgrade, the finger over oh, the yeah, upgrade yeah. button, oh, and nice. then it's something else. Huh? So it had. The very first picture where he's not blue, you remember that one that came out that was equally as like, what? And it had that, and then it uh-huh. shows the upgrade, and then the second picture is him blue, and then the, the fourth frame says, no, go back! <laughs> this is like, yeah, it's bad. It's... You got any thoughts on Frozen 2? Or so, yeah, else? the other Disney trailer that dropped, the little yeah. Frozen 2 teaser to me. So, my position on Frozen is I thought the first one was meh. And the second one, from what I've seen in this brief little teaser, meh. Yeah. I, it's not enough to tell me what the movie's about, what angle they're going for. We've heard all these rumors for years now about 
this and that and it it was literally like she's stuck on an island and then it showed her overlooking a valley suddenly with the whole gang and that's kind of was it my thought was elsa needs to learn to use her sorcery powers better like how are you stuck on an island surrounded by water surrounded by water you've got this like ice capability well it's because they were waves apparently <laughs> she can't you can't, you can't freeze an ocean man can't freeze an ocean <laughs> she did in the first one she froze an entire city well she and, froze, like it was snowing and like all the water was frozen over they were out no it was like the bay because ships were coming in well, that's true from elsewhere yeah but there weren't any waves there man <laughs> there was no yeah, waves are, you can freeze it a, a bay it was a waveless ocean you're right my yeah. bad so yeah. why don't she just wait till the wind dies down and <laughs> just go out at night yeah <laughs> Because she clearly has been stranded there by some evil power and is, has to rescue her sister again. Yeah. Actually, I'm I'm just gonna tell you, I thought it was good, but I liked the first Frozen. It didn't bother I've me. Got, I've got daughters, so I've got a heart, yeah. and I care about women. And give me a month. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I I'm got saying. Got a daughter coming in a month, I'm saying, and then I'll y'all start hate caring. on Captain Marvel, and y'all hating on Frozen, and here both dead to me. I'm loving on Wonder Woman. I I think I think Captain Marvel looks like it's gonna be good. I just she looks angry to me. I don't know why she needs to smile a little bit more, but I think it's gonna be all right. I think they're just trying to portray her as tough. <coughs> Anyways, she's a tough girl. Now I don't know. I I thought the first one was a little overrated. I wasn't a big fan. This one, the teaser didn't do anything for me. Probably because I wasn't looking forward to it to begin with. So it's just hard to do. Something's really got to win me over, I guess. To have you heard the theory that Disney created Frozen? Um. So that, so that Google results would, when you typed in Disney Frozen, would no longer show you results of Walt Disney being frozen. Oh, the cryo- cryogenic but, head but when, thing. But would now Google. show you the Disney Frozen. Because if you type in Disney Frozen now, you're going through a lot of O's before you nice. get to Walt Disney being frozen. The, the thing about the first Frozen for me was when it was first announced, it was pitched as um, Disney's, uh, are you guys familiar with the Snow Queen? Yeah, the fairy tale. The right, Snow that's Queen. where it's based. It was off based of. on the Snow Queen, and then I saw the movie, and I said that was like literally point zero zero one percent Snow Queen. Like right. that was so not even close yeah. to the Snow Queen. When you have all these other classic fairy tales like Aladdin or and even Little Mermaid's pretty or close. The Little Mermaid, or yeah, like my wife that are just, just that adap- pretty close. adaptations of of the fairy tale and the classic story, mm. you know, Pinocchio, like any of these. And yet suddenly we get one based on the snow queen, which is a great fairy tale. And then it's like nothing like it. That's, so and that's probably why I initially so was cold to it. Yeah, originality. You just exactly hate originality. No. I hate it all. Yeah. <laughs> I need reboots. And I, wait, what? What am I saying? <laughs> no, right. I, I actually did. Like it helps when you have like little girls who are, super stoked about it uh i mean i think that there there's there's issues you know like there's things that i'm not stoked about frozen and all that kind of stuff and and i mean I don't, we don't need to go on all into it but can we please stop with the give elsa a girlfriend crap like move on getting move political on. getting we're, we're getting we're getting like boycotted is what we're, we're, we're getting right now i'm about to get hate mail so i don't know if that's... you can at me at uh mc biscuit <laughs> yeah. i don't it know won't, it won't happen. if that's a rumor or not because that was a rumor there's never been any confirmation if that's actually happening or not but i guess to be determined tbd might give herself a little gf so the other trailer that dropped 
uh, the Doom Patrol coming on the DC. That was another one that I was not excited for, but the, I think, third trailer now actually kind of won me over. And I mm-hmm. thought, oh, if I get a chance to to look into that, I probably will. Is that, no, you said the third a, trailer. I thought it was only the second. So, well, they gave a, a really brief teaser about two months ago. Right, then the photo shoot one? Yeah, the photo shoot one. Then oh, they gave yeah. a, a small, like, one minute or so trailer that was more like, kind of like, comedic and kind of lighthearted and then they just dropped earlier today like a four minute one yeah yeah that was like had more of a serious tone and all that and that one actually was the one that did something for me that said okay i could maybe look into that but uh i don't know much about the doom patrol so it might be a good thing to not know much about it well the last thing that we didn't know a lot about with uh like marvel were guardians of the galaxy and ant-man and those two like you know, hero franchises or whatever right. are two of the best, in my opinion, mm-hmm. for Marvel. So this might that, that might be a really good thing for DC. Yeah. I mean, the fact that Brendan Fraser is back, like, you know, highly, you know, like, covered up, but still it's his voice. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. makes me happy. Yeah. Gotta and, love Brendan Fraser. And Timothy Dalton. Yeah, T. Dalton's man. What, what has he been doing before this? Because yeah. I have not seen. Him I think he's anything. been doing a lot of stage and stuff oh, like that. He has a stage. He's, like, he's, he's a very yeah. dramatic guy. But uh, yeah, it's one of those things where I I, I don't know if I'm going to run out to to purchase the DC streaming stuff. But if that is good and it's getting good reviews, they've got Swamp Thing coming. Swamp there, there might be enough to pitch out eight bucks a month and yeah, check it out with especially with all the other stuff that's on the. On the, uh, it's got to get your parents to share it with you. That's right. It's get mom and dad. Maybe they'll split it with me, like Netflix. <laughs> if if you haven't seen the trailer, it's worth it's worth watching. It's like a, what a four minute trailer. Yeah. Maybe something's pretty long, but it's really good. It shows all the characters. I don't know anything about these people, but it was really intriguing to me. And it reminded me a lot of kind of a Guardians of the Galaxy mix up, totally different people coming together to do a good thing. So it's very kind yeah. of in line with that type of group. Mm-hmm. It's basically DC's X-Men, too. Uh-huh. It's kind of these misfits that have, like you said, just kind That's, of come together. Yeah, with Timothy like Dalton's a, a, character like a, reminded a, me of that. Uh, yeah, with like a... With a mentor? Yeah, mentor kind of role. And, oh, he's and, been doing like Toy Story and... Uh, Tinkerbell oh, that's stuff. right. He's, he's, a, like, he's a voice guy. Isn't he the porcupine? Mr. Pricklepants. Yeah. That's right. He is Mr. Pricklepants. Awesome. Yeah, hmm. so that's that's mainly what he's done. I think Doom Patrol was a few months like ish, like the original issue. I think came out before X Men by like a few months. But those are always hard to tell because back back X-Men then already would have been in production. Well, anyways. I was gonna say back then they had like writers and dudes that were like doing basically double dipping and ideas were getting floated. You know, and mm-hmm. it's just competition. And so even though something debuted. First or second, whether it's Marvel or DC, a lot of times it's hard to actually know what came first, and which doesn't matter anyway. But it, it that's kind of what it is, and I don't know. Look, look pretty good. I mean, but does Timothy Dalton's role compare to that of the Beautician and the Beast? Ooh, mercy. I mean, I doubt that. Can you get bigger than playing opposite Fran Drescher? <laughs> that's probably definitely like a peak for him so like the two T-Dalt uh, performances that I love are are obviously the Rocketeer oh 
All time. Which is a That's great right. swerve That's villain. You know, yep. I mean, you kind of know he's like, no good, he's trying to steal the lady, all that good stuff. But there's a major turn when you find out he's a Nazi. Whoa. Whoa. What? Spoilers. Spoilers. I'll, I'll bleep that out. <laughs> yeah, we can't talk about Nazis. iTunes and, doesn't allow it. And then, um, <laughs> and then, uh, <coughs> what's the other one? Why am I not? I'm, I'm brain James Bond. James Bond. Yeah. Wow. He's he's a great James Bond. James Do you Bond. like him? Did you like him as James Bond? I did. See, what I like the most about him as James Bond is how he would make jokes about himself being James Bond. There's like one of the breaking scenes the where fourth he's, wall. Yeah, where he's talking about like I don't remember that. Yeah, that he, you know, he's not going to last as long as the other ones or something like that. Oh, interesting. Yeah. My, uh, oh, interesting, huh? Yeah, yeah, it was just some weird like comment that he makes huh. that he's referencing... How funny. ...the fact that he, like, he's got a shorter contract than right. all the other ones, or he was only like a, in a one-off instead of this... Or maybe he, he was, was, he was in two. two. He yeah. was in The Living Daylights, and he was in uh, License to Kill. But those but were living, pretty far apart, the right? Living, they weren't No, I think they were, they were back-to-back. And I think within a couple of years, but um, the Living Daylights is probably one of my t- in my top three Bond movies, though. That's oh, me. you're right, two years apart. So, hmm. but anyway, cool. All right, what else we got? Well, we got the oh, mid season. Hey, before we do that, though, y'all watch the new Dumbo. Well, oh, there's a new Dumbo. Yeah, just a minute long. Maybe maybe it's new to me, not to you guys, hmm. but it's a minute long. Actually, gives like footage of the movie. And shows Dumbo flying and Danny DeVito's role, Michael Keaton's role, like. Well, I saw one a couple about a month or two ago. It was pretty long. I don't know if there was a new. I didn't see a new one drop though. Hmm. If so, that that's all to out. check it out. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, cool. I checked it out. Like it actually, because honestly, I don't know much at all about. I don't like we talked about before. I don't remember the uh, the Dumbo story. So there's not much of a story. Dumbo's mo- Dumbo got taken away from his mommy. The mm. cartoons like. An hour long. Oh, maybe I'm just like, yeah, it was just a sneak peek. So you guys probably already watched it. Anyway, thought it was interesting to actually see some footage. Sweet. All right. Moving on to the Utah Jazz. Mid-season report, All-Star weekend is upon us. Jazz don't play again for eight more days. Dude, how are we going to live? It's way too long. It was 10 the other day. They have a 10-day break. They're sitting, them, at, sitting at 32-25 and 25 right now. Pretty good. You know what's going to be annoying? They are in the playoffs. Before you get to what's annoying, I'm just going to ask a question. What's their ceiling this season? And will they finish on a 13-0 streak? So, what's going to be annoying? You go back. Is that after a 10-day break, they're going to come back like they always do after an all-star break and lose by like 20 points to some scrub team. I think their first game back is against OKC. Yeah, they're in a scrub team. They're going to get blown out. <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll I agree with you, though, D. But we always yeah. lose after these long 10 day breaks. is way too long. It's like, come on, guys. Like, you didn't even have to go to the All Star game. <laughs> Rudy's already at a beach, if you follow his Instagram story. He's on some beach drinking some drink out of a coconut. Yeah, and see, and see, Donovan can't. He's got to go do. Uh, he's got to perform in the world versus. USA team. Yeah. He's got to do commentary for another for the dunk, for contest. The dunk contest. He's probably got to do a million interviews with different magazines and outlets. Well, and he's already on. I was going to say today yeah. today he's filming a commercial for his signature shoe. So, he's going to be busy the whole time. What Donovan's doing is making bank right now. Royce O'Neal's probably going to be with him too hanging out the whole time. Yeah. Hey, I mean, 
Somebody's got to be Donovan's friend. Somebody. Somebody's got to be Damon Jones. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not everybody can be LeBron. Play his only baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, the Jazz are sitting pretty good. They're six right now. I don't, I don't have the standings in front of me, but if I remember, they were six. Yep. Uh, really close to five and four. Definitely within striking distance with how cake of a schedule we have. Personally, I think four is our ceiling because I think three, two, and one are pretty solid yeah. up there. Who's um, three, two, one? Obviously, Golden State, it's Warriors, Denver, Nuggets, OKC. Yeah, OKC. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's what I say too. I, it's gonna like, be hard to get past Houston too. I, I think we could. We could. D- could. Yeah. But that all depends mm-hmm. on what OKC, as good as they're playing. And as good as they are this year, and they just added one of the Morris twins today. Oh, oh. did they get him? Yep. Oh, it. That makes them even more deep. Crap. I don't want to meet him in the playoffs. No. So mm-hmm. I, 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 it's not going to be the same matchup. I want but them to play the Lakers first in the playoffs. That's what I want. I want to meet the Spurs mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. But I was going to say about OKC, as good as they are, as good as they've been playing, as deep as they are, they do have the hardest remaining schedule for the year. Now, Portland. what they do with that, I don't know. They might come and just exceed and, 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 and kill it, but there's a chance they could lose some. I don't know. So if we get to five, we're playing four, which is Houston. Dang, we seriously have like 10 of our last 13 games are against tanking teams. Yeah. That's right. The last 13 games are way like, easy. The the game, <laughs> the teams we're playing are going to be trotting out their G League squads <laughs> just so that they can try to get better odds at the number one. Yeah, it's cake. When I texted you guys about three months ago and said the Jazz are going to end the season on a 16-0 run, they, I wasn't kidding. They could. So yeah. listen, in March. <laughs> it's amazing. They're beginning March 2nd. These are the only games where we... Should like where there's even a shot of us losing if we play the way we should, which doesn't always happen. Bucks on March 2nd, then we've got Pels, Pels, Grizzlies, three easy wins, should be Thunder on the 11th, Suns, Timberwolves, Nets. Uh, be they're, they're gonna be fighting, but we know? should still beat them. We should still beat them. Wizards, Knicks, Hawks, Bulls, Suns, Lakers, March 27th. So there's like three or four teams. In, and then Wizards after that in March that are going to be putting up a fight. That's it. Just putting up a fight. Just putting let up alone a fight. like able to play with us. Just right. putting up a fight. You also have to take into consideration some of these teams that might be locked in already might start resting, guys. Well, that's that's at the end of April because you got Hornets, Suns, uh, Kings. They're going to be putting up a fight. Lakers mm-hmm. will put up a fight. Nuggets are probably going to rest at least Jokic. Um, yeah, maybe Murray. And then Clippers, who are trying to lose. I love that the Clippers are is our last game. Typically, the Nuggets is our last yeah. game. Yeah. Or the Spurs are our last game. And it's always a fight in the last game of the season. And I remember when uh, of these games Kobe dropped 60 on us on oh, his gosh. final game. I was okay with that, though, man. I'm okay with Kobe dropping 60. I know. I just knocked us out of the playoffs, didn't it? Or? It was, uh, yeah, because we had, well, the thing well, was. I don't think it did. It didn't. It have. didn't because the Rockets won that yeah. night. But had they lost. Yeah. And then we won, we would have been in. And but, we had lost a game we should have won before that. Yeah, exactly. And there so was some funky stuff going on. That's right. I remember that. We lost two straight games. One to Kobe's last game, Lakers. That we should. I wasn't mad there. about that. I mean, I probably was in the moment, but... That was the most Kobe moment of Kobe moments. Oh, dude. Of his teammates basically just saying, listen, please don't pass us the ball. Shoot your your to your heart's content. I loved it. He was hitting was deep great. threes and everything. That was so hilarious. So, what... 
the fifty-five-year-old Kobe out there. Just... <laughs> so far, I think we played like fifty-two games or something like that. They're thirty-two and <clears throat> twenty-five, so we played fifty-seven. Fifty-seven games. Uh, mid-season report. What are your thoughts on the team? Royce O'Neal has finally come out of his shell. Dude, he was the guy that He's was balling. the most. He was the most disappointing early in the season yeah. because of how well he played at the end of last season. And it was like, this was a guy... I mean, I didn't expect greatness. He's a second-round, if if not undrafted, guy. Right. Um, I mean, just expected him to maybe fill in a 7th, 8th rotation. Solid rotation guy you can put in there, get 20 minutes when you need to. Um, and he was not... Not even that. Well. He wasn't not even well a, at all. He a bench player. He wasn't even worth... He was getting DNPs like crazy at the beginning of the season, if I remember right. But now he's... What are like? I think Carter Utah's he's our mm-hmm. best three point shooter. He's right shooting forty two percent. He's got the, the highest the percentage year. right now. Percentage. He's taken only one and a half shots a game. Right, but but if you start increasing that amount, he's only playing fifteen twenty minutes a game. It's actually too. closer to two. It's like one point eight or something. But so anyway, their teams are going to give him open looks. Yeah, and we're going to keep passing him the ball. So he, if he well, can even turn against into the Warriors, he was draining him. If he can turn into a solid three-point threat with his ability, like I think you you said it, Carter, on the text thread, like uh, you love like Royce O'Neal at the four, like that's a fun that's a fun lineup. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's it it's cool and it, it's giving the Jazz um, a different look in the sense of what we what we know we need in a stretch four, and we're seeing what that could actually look like. With with the five of them out there, and uh, rolling through Jay and um, sure, yeah, because I think right now the lineup with Jay at the four has been our best lineup. But with, I mean, if if Royce keeps doing what he's doing, throw him in at the four. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it, it, playing that small ball, it's 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 been really good for the last. I think it's been two games that they've done that so yeah. far. But I think the Jazz, I think... So David Locke gave a path to 52 wins, which is still possible. It'd be We're tough. We're 38, it'd, right? It'd be tough. We're 35. So he, he gave a, a path that basically is pretty unlikely, but possible. Um, yeah, because we've got 30... No. We'd have to win 30. 20 more games. Yeah. Dude, we can get there. That, to what? To 55? I think to 52. Oh, 52 wins. 52. We can get there. And he used 52 just because that's what he projected at the beginning of the year. Oh, I see. He projected the number two seed at 52 wins. <clears throat> but it's looking like... And he's basically saying that's still possible, but not, not very likely. Yeah. Because the Warriors are already at 41. And, and, and basically he took into account teams that are exceeding, like OKC and Denver. Yeah. That he didn't anticipate to be playing that way oh i see but uh anyway i I think that i think that we will end the season just based on schedule alone i think we will get the fourth seed i think we'll get home court advantage um i don't know how many wins that gets us but i think whatever how many however many wins gets us the fourth seed i think is very possible and and uh, you know something they should be (laughs) striving to do is get home court advantage because even that I would say, in my opinion, with how, how good the West is, even better than last year, I would say that, so look at when we played the Clippers in the playoffs. 
and we got to the second round. <coughs> and then the next year, obviously, Gordon Hayward's gone. We had the year we had, surprising, got to the second round again. So this year, you're thinking, what could be better? Well, getting through the the second round, right? Last year, we had a build that we actually won. We didn't get swept in the second round. We actually won a game. So maybe this year, you'd say, well, what's better? Getting to the second round and maybe winning three games, you know, or winning the series. That's all good. But I would say, and this is just my own feeling on it, is that even if we make it to uh, – don't make it to the second round, but we obtain that fourth seed home court advantage, I still think that that's – you know, I don't want to say it's an improvement because obviously you're you're not winning a series like you did the previous years, but at the same time, that's nothing to be bummed about, considering how tough the West is this year. The teams that have been way better than than expected, like Denver and like OKC. So I think that that is um, that's still a, a win. I'm not saying it's it's better. I mean, obviously. Like I said, the better would be winning more games in a second round series or winning the second round. But even if you lose in that first round, like you say, you're matched up with OKC. Yeah, you'll lose to them this year, or probably. Six or three. But you're in that fourth seed, just moving your way up. Right. The regular season, um, that would be good. That'd be a great thing. Still. Yeah, I'm not one that buys into the narrative that the team must make it further every year into the playoffs sure. to have a successful year. I just don't think that's. I, I just don't think that's a logical way to look at the season. It's not a good way to measure the success of the season. It is true that if you go further, then yeah, in one sense you've had a better year, but you could have also just had a crappy playoff matchup. Right. So like you play a scrub team, um, or say that we are six and number three, whoever they are, they get two seriously, uh, two players seriously injured. Well, now we're playing a third team, quote unquote, but they're not really the third team anymore. Exactly. So just because you make it further, is that better? Well, no, not really. I think, like you were saying, that kind of this season, as a cliche goes, the strength of the team is the team. And I think we are a strong team. And if we went to the second round, fought hard, and lost against an OKC or Denver, I'd hate to lose to Denver, or... No, I'm not even going to include Denver. Forget that. Er, scratch that. Golden State or um, OKC, I'm okay with that. I wouldn't yeah. like it, but I'm okay with it. Well, and to your point... Because we're going to retool in the offseason. We, yeah. we know we need another score. Well, we know the team's going to look different next right. year. Right. Like, yeah, this isn't the team we're going forward with, right. for sure. Exactly. We've got our core here. Rubio could be gone. Favors could be gone. Lots of people. It can be a different team next year, for sure. And I was going to say, to your point, just to, to um, build on that, like look at the old Stockton Malone teams of the 90s that would meet Houston, you know, back-to-back-to-back years. And sometimes the Jazz won, sometimes Houston won, you yeah. know, or these teams that you would meet multiple times. It's like just because we beat OKC last year, there's this weird chunk of fandom that I've seen on Twitter and stuff that think they're saying, yeah, bring on the, the, bring thunder, on the thunder again. I've and I'm them. going, you guys are fools. This team is way better than they were last year for many reasons. And they are dangerous right now. And I do not want to face them in the first round. Not at all. I got nervous last year playing them when they finally wised up and started benching Mellow. Yeah. Because I was like, crap. 
God, they, they figured it they out. They figured it out. Yeah. Like that's why we're beating oh. them. <laughs> as soon as as soon well, as they I, did I'd that, take, I was like, uh oh. I'd take Houston in the first round over OKC this year. So here's the thing. I would too. But just as a basketball watcher, man, I'm not looking forward to playing James Harden. Because I know that I'm gonna blood is gonna come shooting out of my eyes. I may break my TV or yeah. six of them. I am not looking forward to watching and Unassisted. playing against James Harden at all. But just because of the fouls that he draws, I'm not looking forward to it. Or Chris Paul. One, Chris Paul is always one of my. Yeah. Just, he won't play, dude. He'll have a, he'll have a hamstring, hamstring injury. He won't play. Well, that's the thing is, you look at any potential. What are the most favorable? first round matchups i would say probably obviously the lakers if the lakers make playoffs probably we're not going to get them in the first round but, but we wouldn't yeah. no i mean that, because they're going to be the eighth seed uh spurs maybe if you have a four five situation um yeah i wouldn't mind the spurs but the, the only problem with the, with the spurs is that popovich in the playoffs sure is Really good. I don't want to face Popovich no. in the playoffs. I, I can agree with that. You know? But I'm just saying, they have rest if you're looking down the, down the line, you're going, Denver, talent alone is scary. You know, I Golden don't State, wanna, obviously, yeah. forget that. Uh, OKC for the stuff we just mentioned. Houston for the stuff we just mentioned. Who else is in there? Blazers. Portland. I mean, we match up well with Portland. We beat them. Well, they beat us twice, and we beat them uh, once. Right now, mm-hmm. so we blew them out on Christmas Day, and then they came back and no, beat we, us we a couple beat of times. them twice. We blown them out twice. Oh, did we play them four times yeah. already? I think we're done. Okay, I think so it's, it's split. two and two. Yeah. So let me. But ask- you're right. It that you never know. They just yeah. added Anis Cantor. So, <laughs> so generational he, talent right there. Here's <laughs> the uh, playoff picture for the eighth seed. Clippers currently have it. That's They're not going to last. It. That's yeah. not going to last. Kings. Baby. Kings are nine. Tied right now with the Clips, so they have it. The Lakers are in 10, two games back from the Kings. I'm calling it that the Lakers missed the playoffs because the Kings are hungry. They're trying. They are trying. trying like they've, they've made acquisitions. They're fighting. And they're talented. They, are, they play a really fast-paced, way fast, up and down. excellent brand of basketball that works for their collection of players. They remind me of, what was it, the 06 Warriors? The We Believe Warriors? Yeah. The, they weren't good, but they were just fast, and they yeah. beat you with their speed. They, they remind me of that, because when we played them, I watched that game. That was a fun game to watch. The only thing I, w- fun. I will say about the Lakers right now is that they finally ditched their get ball handlers who can play defense but can't shoot strategy around LeBron. You know, um, That was their thing is – is we need to get the ball out of LeBron's hands and I'm playing the post, you know, extend his career oh. kind of thing. And, and LeBron was all for it. He wanted to do some of these different things. He's like, sure, it just gives me time off. Go ahead. Right. And what that turned out to be was a, just a total failure. That, LeBron needs the ball in his hand. And he needs shooters around him. Yeah. And what they did at the trade deadline is they brought in shooters. So they went back to the Cleveland squads of LeBron and shooters around him. And I, I mean, I just I can't. They haven't won yet, though, right? They, I think they're still zero two since. Yeah, then. yeah. I think I yeah, think lost no team needs the All Star break more than the Lakers do. Mm-hmm. And I I would be I would be fairly shocked. I mean, I think it'd be cool if the Kings made it in. Um, I do. Too. I think it'd be fun. Because nobody expected that. I would be shocked if the Lakers didn't make it in. Agreed. And and honestly, I would be shocked if the Lakers didn't get at least seventh. 
I think if the Lakers come in, they come in at least as the seventh, maybe even the sixth seed. Um, There's only a game separating the Spurs from the Clippers. What's their schedule yeah. look like? No idea. Well, that's the thing that's is, I think maybe smartphone thingies. I think six, seven, and eight are all going to be moving. Well, I, I mean, all the way up to probably second is going to be moving around, but I think that between six, seven, and eight could be completely dropped out. You know what I mean? In, in yeah, one way or another. I think Utah's going up because of the schedule alone. Clippers are going down. They're out. But but then there's these other teams that, Kings like and you Lakers said, are it could gonna be, go up. it's a toss-up for me. Timberwolves don't have the heart. They're not doing it. Mm-hmm. So I, the, Carl Anthony the Lakers Towns, schedule, all-star. they're probably about no middle heart. of the road in March. They've got some players only, maybe. <laughs> and some pretty rough games. But then in April, their schedule finishes up like this. At Thunder versus Warriors, at Clippers versus Jazz versus Trailblazers. So four losses. They've got a lot <laughs> of away games as well during that, like the stretch of March. So I mean, the thing is, LeBron is going to have to enter playoff LeBron mode, and when LeBron enters playoff LeBron mode, good things happen for LeBron team. So yeah, is he going to uh, exert all his energy though, just trying to get into? Right. The playoffs, right? And that might be part of what LeBron is saying is like, listen, I don't need more playoff minutes on my body right now. Yeah, uh, I definitely don't need to put more effort in this season. So let's just let this thing play out, and we'll get who we get in the off season. Sure. You know, let me. I'm gonna. Sp- I'm gonna spend my time with Rich Paul trying to get other people to uh, ask for trades. That's actually not a terrible idea. So what's the what's more valuable in your opinion, especially with a team like the Lakers as currently constructed? Saying let's go, let's push and make a playoff appearance is what is that more important? Making the playoffs and probably getting swept than just missing out and just kind of letting, like you said, the bodies yeah. rest and the, just the kind of how it plays out. What's more valuable for a team in the Lakers position right now? If you want Clay Thompson to think that he can come to your team. You know, or Kyrie Irving, or whoever might be available next next summer, KD, that he they can come to your team and swing you from a low seed to a contender to a, a finals favorite. You have to show that you can that LeBron can LeBron his way into the playoffs and make some noise. I, I think you he has to be able to show that because if he shows that all he can do is get his team thirty five wins in the Western Conference. Then I, I don't know who wants who thinks. I mean, seriously, Clay's probably thinking if I come there, if they're honest, they're thinking I come there, I get I give them 10 wins, we get to 42, yeah, 45, yeah, right. Well, and LeBron, mm. obviously, there's an allure with playing with LeBron, he's still going to be great for the next three to five years ish, I would imagine, just the way he plays and treats his body. He's clearly. It's going to be Carmelone esque, where he's still putting up. Totally. Yeah, and and so there's there is that, mm-hmm. but at the same time, there, regardless of that, there's still going to be a breakdown. And are we seeing the beginning of it with LeBron being more injured this year than I personally can remember? He's missed more times than he has ever missed in a single season. And is that is that indicative of things going forward? Are people going to look at it and say LeBron's breaking down? I don't think he's breaking down. I don't think you should perceive it that way. I think part of it's just natural. You do need time to let the groin heal when it gets injured because he is older now. He's not 26 anymore. 
But I don't think it's indicative. Now, if it happens a second time, so just say random game, he gets hurt again, groin goes out. Dante Exum. That so ain't the, good. <laughs> that, that's not good. Right. This is LeBron James breaking down and having a subpar season. 26.8, 8. 8.6, 7.6, 1.3. Uh, shooting 51.3% from the field, 35.5 from threes. Lamb, not Both above his career averages. And 67.9 from the free throw stripes. So he's actually Sheesh. below on that. But You sure you're not reading Jason Terry's stats? <laughs> oh, man. So that's the thing is that this is an off year for LeBron. Yeah. You know, this is a, and yet, and with him having been off, what, 17 games did he miss? If he missed 17 games and they don't make the playoffs, or if they make the playoffs and he gets, um, you know, out in the first round, so he's not putting on an extra 5,000 minutes or whatever you put on in the playoffs, it's probably not that high. But I, I mean, at the end of by next season, he comes in way fresher than he's ever come into a season, right? Like for at least for the last ten years, absolutely. He comes in with the longest break he's had for ten years. He's gonna have all a whole another month and a half to banana boat with his buddies, right? Yeah. So Chris Paul's. Oh well, no, he'll be in it. I don't know. I don't know what's best, but hmm. more NBA talk coming at you. The quintessence of the NBA. What's the quintessence of the NBA, Darren? The quintessence is like the best, the exquisite, the peak. Mm. And those who have seen Secret Life of Walter Mitty understand what a quintessence is. That's a good movie right there. Wow. Absolutely. So, so yeah, I pitched this idea out because I started thinking about the things that we're seeing. I I read an article that talked about um, how Russell Westbrook is averaging a triple-double with room to spare, mm-hmm. for the third straight season, it would be shocking if he doesn't hit it again this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I mean, we can you can yeah, it's throw, not going to come down to the last game like it did last year, right? You can throw shooting stats and all that kind of stuff out about pace Russell of play, Westbrook, pace of play, or you know efficiency or whatever you want to throw out. At the end of the day, you have to sit back and just go. You know what? That's staggeringly great. And the fact that it's happened the third year in a row and it's just a collective yawn shows that we are, you know, with this and we'll go into all the rest of it, there is so much great stuff happening in the NBA, just pure greatness, that we are in the quintessence of NBA history right now. it, It feels that way. I mean, really, just talking about his triple doubles, we do kind of yawn at it. It's not even a big thing anymore. Like, think of how long we lauded big O Oscar Robinson for that right. one season. Nobody for, would ever touch it. Nobody would ever touch it. It was like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record. Nobody's and so we make it. it a big deal. Um, Russ now has done it three years in a row and we don't even talk about it. We actually kind of poo-poo it away and we make all these arguments for why it's right. not a big we thing jo- anymore. It's a joke. Oh yeah, there's Russell Wilson. But listen. Westbrook. Oh, Westbrook, yeah. No one else is averaging a triple-double. Nope. Just Russell Westbrook. Ever. So, if if it's not that big of a deal, why aren't other people doing it? Yep. And I so you know yes, there's more triple doubles, but there's only one guy averaging triple doubles right now in a season for three years running. Yep. And that's something that you should probably look harder at. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. So so we've got Russell Westbrook just balling out with triple doubles. You have James Harden, who has 
He's, I think he hit, I just saw a stat, I think it was 31 straight games of 30 points or more. And I think I brought this up. Which to my ignorant brain doesn't sound like that much. That's what I was just going to say. Like, I was going to bring that, I think we even talked about it maybe a few episodes ago that I remember seeing a stat about Tiger Woods that he had, hadn't missed a cut in right. 450, you know, yeah. whatever, matches. And you're thinking, it was, it's oh, a huge number. Yeah, that, that's piece of cake. You're like, oh, but Phil Mickelson missed the cut today. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and he's missed the cut ten times this year, or whatever. Right. And thirty points or more, like, it usually thirty points a game wins you the scoring title in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And to score 31, 30 points thirty one straight times, I mean, it's second only to Wilt Chamberlain because Wilt Chamberlain averaged fifty one year. Right. So and ain't, ain't no one touching that one. No, no, and and well, Harden is the only guy who might. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that that's just the most insane scoring outburst that I have ever seen. I mean, and we watched Kobe at the height of his. I have Smush Parker on my team. If I don't score, nobody is going. I, I think he still holds the record for most forty-point games in a row. Or something like that. But this is unprecedented. Mm-hmm. So let me talk about James Harden's scoring right now. Yeah. Out of the eight seasons in NBA history where a player has averaged over 36 points per game, Harden leads in one, two, three, four, five, six categories. He leads in minutes per game, meaning he's only scoring this in 37.4 minutes a game. Oh, so like, like it's low. Low. Low minutes per game. 37 minutes a game, he's scoring 36 points per game. Oh, my gosh. That's an incredible thing. So that's better than Wilt. And Wilt did this five times, one five seasons. Because yeah, Wilt actually averaged like 49 minutes a game one year. Uh, yeah, his minutes are way high. Um, field goal attempts, lowest amount of field goal attempts at 24, which is four lowest, <coughs> four lower than Wilt, who has the next lowest. Free throw that, that attempts make sense with the threes. Free throw attempts are the lowest out of all those guys. Lower than Jordan, lower than Will. Wait, free throw attempts? Attempts. Eleven attempts. Yeah, but see, those guys actually got fouled. <laughs> That's true, but listen, yeah, he's still the attempts. Um, and he's averaging the most assists out of those guys. Seven point eight assists, way higher than the other guys. Effective field goal percentage is higher. True shooting percentage is higher. So, like you're saying, he's having this historic run, but he's having it on a whole nother statistical level, which your average NBA fan doesn't really right. yeah. kind of realize. Yeah. So, I don't like James Harden, but he's uh, a baller. Yeah. So, you've got Harden doing that. I mean, Steph Curry, it, like three, four years ago, just completely redefined what it means to shoot the ball. To oh, the yeah. point yeah. that we don't even think about what Steph Curry does. Like, he's... I think at one point this season, he was averaging 13 three-point attempts per game. Yeah. And it was just like, that's Steph. <laughs> well, and it's funny because they played the Jazz last uh. night, or the night before, whenever it was. And and the Jazz, to their credit, were hanging pretty tough in yeah. that game right there with them. But there was like five minutes left, and Steph, effortless, three three-pointers just in a row boom 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 like goes nothing and, yeah. and to what you just said where we don't even think about it i just went well yeah of course he was gonna do that right like i right. was waiting for it the entire like it it, it yeah. just doesn't yeah. even shock you because no. you just know that that's what he does yeah 
And it's not like corner threes. It's 30 feet oh, no, no. from the logo. <laughs> That's yeah. what I was going to say. Not only does Steph do it, he's revolutionized the game to where you see uh, Luca do it. Or we were joking about LeBron pulling up right. from right outside the half court line. <clears throat> Nobody even goes, what are they doing? Right. You go, well, he's, he's open. Right, right, and you're like, but he's ten feet away from the three point line. The, the mathematics involved in launching a parabola yeah. that far from the hoop, but we and don't. It's going in. But even ten years ago, we would have gone. That is a that's such a dumb shot. Why would you shoot that shot? Right. We don't even think that way anymore. Right, and then and then on top of that, you have the because Warriors. Steph has just totally changed the way we view right. shooting. The and the Warriors broke the previously unbreakable record of seventy two wins. Yep. Yeah, seventy three a few yep. seasons ago. Yep. You have LeBron James, who made eight straight NBA Finals with two different teams and and redefined what, it, what individual greatness looks like for, you know, well, and even outside in the, of MJ. I mean, MJ probably would have the hands. MJ and away, Russell, but, but in the modern era, yeah, where yeah. teams aren't staying with a team or players aren't staying with a team for their career. Right. Would MJ be able to do that if he played in the West? I don't know. Yeah, because he always played in the East, which, I mean, it was tough. The East back then was was the West it, now. It was pretty tough. the Pistons, the Celtics, you know. Yeah, the Pistons and the Knicks, those teams. The, Knicks, the, those the Pacers, teams. yeah, the Pacers. The Sixers. Miami mm-hmm. was pretty good yeah, for a few years. Those, they were good towards the end of it, yeah. The, the early 90s, late 80s, even mid-90s, but, the, the, the East was good. Yeah. So, oh, this is just an insane, like... Well, I think when we look back at NBA history, 10 years from now, mm-hmm. we'll look at this stretch of the Warriors dynasty, the, you know, the just the sheer number the three of... Ball the three-ball revolution. The three-ball revolution. The sheer number of... The step-back three. Yeah, the, sc- <laughs> the, well, the scoring, in a the lot scoring, of ways, the scoring yeah. is just... But listen, like, we're taking step-back threes. We used to take fadeaway twos, and it was, like, deadly. Right. Now kids are out there... Step back three point shots. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And you, that used to be a low percentage because, well, your body wasn't directly underneath you and you're off balance and whatnot. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, I think there's a reason, too. You're seeing the highest um, level of public interest in the yep. league ever. And I just think that speaks for exactly what you're saying this quintessence of NBA excellence. Right. It, we truly are in. The, the the greatest era of NBA basketball right. being played right now. I, and you can say what you want about the offense versus defense and stuff, but you can't doubt that the stuff that's going on, whether you like it or not, is just mind-boggling. Well, the Showtime yeah. Lakers played in an era that was dominated by offense. It's what popularized the league sure. in the 80s. You Michael know, Jordan. Yeah. And it was, that was in this the, like dude that came in that could do it in every way imaginable. And that captured people. Yeah. Wow, he's playing the game in a way that's never been played before, and that's what we're seeing right now. Look, right. At, look at the players that are coming up. You've got Giannis, who is already playing it. I mean, it's not even his peak. No. And who knows what this kid's going to end up doing. I think Giannis is like 25. Right? Yeah. He's got three more years before he hits his like physical peak. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You've got... Luka. Luka Doncic. If he was... Seriously, as a rookie, if he was doing that back in the 90s, people would be like, he's a superstar. You've Donovan Mitchell, Ben Simmons, Jason Tatum, all these young guys coming to the league that are already stars, mm-hmm. and they're going to be for a long time. I got a Lucas stat for you. Only three rookies have ever averaged 20 or more points, six rebounds, and five or more assists. Big O. 
Michael Jordan, Luka Doncic, and Luka. All right. Well, as soon as he gets a uh, uh, Larry O'Brien or uh, I, I don't think Big O ever won one uh, up on his uh, arm. Come talk but to me. Dallas is coming too. Dallas is coming too, man. Yeah. They're gonna be yeah. They're gonna be up chasing so, everybody. Anyway, we are we are living in the golden age of NBA basketball right now. Mm. Players only, baby. Players only, baby. So anyway, that's uh, that's our show for the night. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy spouse. We'll send you all off, our love. Get off my neck, Carter. All our love. So uh, hit us up on Twitter. Add the Hero Ball Pod. Like us on iTunes. Subscribe. Leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, until next time. Play only, baby.